My name is Rebi Baji. I'm a trauma expert. Welcome back to another episode of Chasing Noor, where we talk about the light inside us, around us, and in the ancestors who came before us. So today I am humbled to have beside me Sister Hosai, who wears so many different hats. And thank you so much for coming to the show. Thank you. I'm very, very honored to be here and to learn about the wonderful work that you do and to be a part of it. So thank you for inviting me. Of course. And so this um, this series, this specific episode is going to be about forgiveness. And it actually initiated because you had posted about forgiveness. And I was just replanting myself um, from the Middle East back to the States. And I started to think about what forgiveness looks like in terms of forgiving somebody, knowing that there may not be any kind of return back to you. Like maybe there's no acknowledgement mm-hmm. or even just apologizing for the sake of Allah. Mm-hmm. And it was so beautiful. And when I was thinking about, you know, how I had changed so much to the person who I was when I was in Los Angeles to um, selling all my possessions and going abroad and working with refugees. It was like a complete, like each part of that, I was mourning the person that I was before Mm -hmm. and this person that I have become now. And so with that was mourning relationships that I no longer felt like I wanted to have in my life Mm -hmm. and connections and what connection ultimately looked like. So a place of that was also forgiveness, asking for forgiveness, but also, um, also forgiving different forms of connections Mm. that I felt were no longer healthy for me to thrive. Mm. So when you first think of forgiveness, what is it that comes up for you? Um, Well, immediately my mind goes to, of course, our creator, who we know as the oft forgiving, the most merciful. Mm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is repeatedly reminding us in the Quran, and then of course we're reminded in the Hadith about uh, you know the infinite, uh, you know way that he can that he forgives us, and that uh, really it's up to us to return to him, mm-hmm. and to continuously ask him for forgiveness. But that his uh, forgiveness is always within reach, um, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's really the first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah, yeah, within reach and always available for yes. you and everything. So then what kind of, you know, um, what when we're looking of asking for forgiveness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like what does that entail? Like how do you feel like people should reconnect with that? Because it sounds so heavy and right. it sounds like such a big emotional journey to even ask mm-hmm. and to sit with what is it that we're really asking for. That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, you know, vulnerability is always difficult for for most people because mm-hmm. you know just feeling exposed and having to admit your faults yes it's not easy we have egos right mm-hmm. we know that mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. if there's anyone to feel safe with it's mm-hmm. your creator because mm-hmm. 
he's he's created us and he reminds us that he's created us weak mm-hmm. and that and he's created us and he reminds us that we will sin and we will falter mm-hmm. and that he doesn't expect perfection from us yes you know that perfection. that it's not about perfection it's about mm-hmm. really trying your best and even if you fall and even if you make mistakes mm-hmm. that you keep returning to him and there's so many beautiful hadith that speak to this you know yeah. the idea that uh, that if our sins are as you know high as the sky or they reach the sky mm-hmm. or that they're as wide as you know the foam in the ocean mm-hmm. um, that that you know that we can continuously ask and that there's no that doesn't stop the door of yeah. forgiveness isn't closed on anybody yeah. Uh, yeah so you know when you think of asking for forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that's who you're asking it from and mm-hmm. and it's very different than the human experience right? yes With human beings yeah. there's obviously much many more barriers and it's much more constricting mm-hmm. but with mm-hmm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it should be a very open and safe uh, you know thing to do mm-hmm. and something that we should incline to every day mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. because we, we make mistakes every yeah. day and he's aware of that yeah you know mm-hmm. yeah it was interesting when somebody was telling me about uh, having like spree- free speech to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mm-hmm. to always be thinking yes. of him and always be talking about him so when I was sharing that with a friend after um, I was thinking about you know how zikr and how outside of the the five prayers more mm-hmm. ways to communicate so um, can you speak more about that on like free speech to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of course I mean any you know there sometimes we think of our relationship with Allah in these very you know black and white terms yes, where it's yes, only yes. on a prayer rug or mm-hmm. only in a ritual state mm-hmm. or in a certain time of the year or you know but actually our our relationship with Allah is is a 24 hours 24/7 you know mm-hmm. access <laughs> yeah. you know at any point of the the day wherever mm-hmm. we are in our yeah. thoughts mm-hmm. verbalizing uh, you know openly I mean I, 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 I've definitely done it myself yeah. driving in the car sometimes yeah. Just when I, you know, I might look a little odd to people, but uh, you know, now with uh, you know with AirPods, it's not as strange. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people. But but the point is, is kind of having that open uh, relationship. Yeah. And again, the idea of returning. Mm. You know, there's a really great story that I remember reading once that speaks to this. You know, yeah. idea where a man, um, you know, he sinned once, or he sinned, you know, a, a very grave sin, yeah. and he found a spiritual uh, person. He he went to them and he mm. said, you know, I've committed this great sin. What should I do? And and the scholar or the the, the person told him, yeah. return to Allah and ask for forgiveness. So he left and he did that. And then he yeah. came back a short while later. Mm-hmm. And the man told him, return to Allah and ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. He did this several times. And then finally on the last time, he said, every time mm-hmm. I come to you, yeah. you tell me to return to Allah. And I mm-hmm. do, but the sins just can continue to accumulate. Yeah. At what point will God uh, stop no longer forgive me Mm. and his answer was wow when you stop asking wow yeah so so i found that story to be very profound that Mm -hmm. it really does put uh, the onus on us and the responsibility on us Mm. to keep the channel of communication open because god never closes that door on anybody Mm -hmm. so to just feel Mm -hmm. free to Mm -hmm. speak to him whenever and however much you know you you need to yeah 
That's very, very, very beautiful how you, you know, you're describing that. And I think like there's a feeling of shame and I think, um, you know, mm-hmm. you've been involved in the community on so many different levels and, you know, people, you know, trust you and confide in you to mm-hmm. ask for different support and resources. And so have you seen um, with people who more in terms of like internal forgiveness, people who have struggled maybe with substance abuse or incarceration or mm-hmm. even forms of just like physical abuse, like how have you felt like they, um, like their version of asking for forgiveness is different? than others perhaps or even on a gender level male versus female right no there's definitely you know I think each individual person has their own you know struggles uh, with with that you know asking for forgiveness because of context you know what their life experiences are Mm -hmm. Um, and also personality and temperament do Mm -hmm. play a role in this you know for some people they're you know their their relationships are really important to them and they tend to want to repair Mm -hmm. things quickly for other people they're more closed off Mm. and it's harder so I think all of that I've seen a a wide spectrum of different responses to these Mm. things and and uh, but I I like to share you know the story Mm. there's also another really famous hadith that comes to mind yeah (laughs) um, uh, to kind of remove shame uh, Mm. for the man who killed 99 people Mm. you know it's a famous hadith people should look it up if they don't know it but it really to me I think uh, tells people no matter what you've done Mm, even mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know something as horrid as as that right to be a mass murderer if you are seeking redemption and you're Mm -hmm. seeking to you know return to god Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. he um he's he's open to that and that Mm -hmm. that that hadith is related to relate to us for that reason because here we are you know 1400 years later yeah right um able to share it so that it offers people hope that Mm -hmm. no matter what you've done Mm -hmm. if god can forgive you Mm -hmm. then you should be willing to you know forgive other people yeah yeah and to be willing to put yourself out there to ask for forgiveness Mm -hmm. yeah that's such a beautiful segue into you know how so asking forgiveness for Mm -hmm. you know from other people perhaps Mm -hmm. like so how how have you felt like people have experienced that like to get the courage to ask for forgiveness yeah I, I think a lot of times again based on people's experiences either if it's an immediate yeah. you know uh, reaction to something mm-hmm. a fallout yeah uh, something that happened in a relationship or if it's delayed you're going to have different experiences mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. some people if the wound is still open yeah they might be more receptive to mm-hmm. your ask yeah. because yeah. they feel hurt Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they're they need healing yeah. for other people if the wound is even if it's open but too much time mm. has gone by yes, yes, yes they yes. might not be open to yeah. to your because you know it's too late in their mind mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. i feel like you know we you each individual has to make that decision mm. what is their process of, of asking for forgiveness going yeah. to be do they put their own comfort first because it's hard it's hard to make yourself vulnerable and yes. to actually say i'm sorry i made a mistake yeah. i shouldn't have done that yeah yeah that yeah. is a a, a a space of real discomfort for a lot of people because mm. it requires humility and the ego is yes. you know averse to that yeah so you know are you going are you able to put to do that mm-hmm. and to for the sake of the other yeah or yeah. do you need to mm-hmm. process and work on your humility and work on yeah. owning mm-hmm. what you've done and then wait for all of that to pass and then you can make yourself vulnerable yeah. so i think every individual really has to come to that conclusion but from the from the prophetic example we know yeah. that 3 days is really the the limit yeah on these things especially mm-hmm, mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. close relationships yeah. we should really try to 
heal one another as mm. fast as possible yeah, and yeah. not put too much time and distance so that's mm-hmm, i think mm-hmm. wise wise advice yeah and so like it's very interesting because it's like you know within the worlds that we operate like certain words we say so often mm-hmm. and so vulnerability like how would you define vulnerability because i feel like the media um a lot of like it's influencers all this like huge push to mental health awareness that's happening right, right. now and vulnerability is being shifted in so many different ways so like how would you yourself describe vulnerability what does I, it mean to be vulnerable that's Sorry. no no <laughs> it's you know I, I remember reading i think it was dr brene brown who mentioned mm-hmm. it or maybe it was another therapist but yeah. it really um means to be open to being wounded that's really the, the meaning of it yeah to being open yeah. to that and and realizing that again as i just mentioned mm-hmm. putting yourself out there for the sake of the other for the sake of good knowing that there might you might be rejected yep. it might hurt you yeah. might you know walk away feeling more pain than mm-hmm. you entered yeah. but being willing to do that mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. so i think in in this context that's what i would define vulnerability yeah. i mean there's other contexts like you know just being mm-hmm. you know in any way um you know ex- uh, feeling open or um you know exposed to judgment for yes. example yes. you know like you know, in any if you're in a public space or, or you know speaking to people even privately, yeah. but you're you're opening yourself up to judgment, which mm-hmm, is which mm-hmm. is a, I guess a, a form of hurt too. Yeah, right, or could be a form of hurt. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. And then so um and so then so then I think a lot of times when I think of forgiveness, like it, it just naturally when I think of it, I think of like okay, like asking somebody forgiveness to say mm-hmm. like you know I'm sorry that I've done this to you, right. and 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 what what kind of comes up in normal friendship interactions within, you know, perhaps within the three days, whether it's like, mm-hmm. you know, a close friend to you or maybe even a coworker, is that there's um, there's always going to be that assumption that the other person will also apologize for their part in the right. situation. Right. And that doesn't always happen. Right. And so navigating that is hard. So It is. And, <sighs> and I, I think that's why, you know, when you enter um, – that space of, mm-hmm. of wanting, you know, to, to, to or to, to seek forgiveness, yeah. to not do it with any expectation. Exactly. Because it's exactly. very freeing when yes. you walk into that saying, you know what, mm-hmm. I might not get anything, but yep. I'm not doing it for, as some, you know, extra, you know, where I need to be reciprocated. Yeah, I'm doing it for my own betterment because yes, yeah. I'm being authentic. Yes. I'm being true. Yeah. I'm actually admitting mm-hmm. something, even yeah. if my, if it, you know, make, bothers me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I'm doing it for the sake of God yeah. because he elevates us when we, you know, when we do those things. Yeah, definitely. Know? So even if we don't get anything from the other person, yep, yep. It, his pleasure should trump all of that. Yeah. Right? And I loved how you framed it. And I think that's like, that's the biggest, like doing it for the sake of Allah. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, um, when it comes to forgiveness, whether it's somebody who's like the same age group as us, somebody who's like perhaps from the same background as us, mm-hmm. but there's also the forgiveness of forgiving our parents, right? Oh, yeah. And there's layers. <laughs> there's yes. so many layers there. Yes. And you may not get, like forgiveness may not, like saying I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like for my mom and I, like our relationship, alhamdulillah, we've really built it and established it over time and you know she's very aware of like mental health conversations that I I use in 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 situations and so for her she realized that literally saying I'm sorry is so important to me Mm -hmm. but how hard it was for her generationally to to say that or I don't know as well oh yeah there's I think unfortunately many of our cultures there is this idea uh where yes between different generations Mm -hmm. you don't apologize you don't admit wrongdoing (laughs) it's just you know because and it was a way of maintaining order and respect 
aspect. Uh-huh. And Definitely. so we just have to understand that mm-hmm. it wasn't done for any other real reason. It's just kind of the status quo. Yeah. But again, that's why it's so important to go back to the faith because mm-hmm. the faith mm-hmm. says age is irrelevant. Yeah. You know, knowledge is irrelevant. Experience mm-hmm. is irrelevant. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. Yeah. And whatever position you're in, the better person is the one who's humble. Mm -hmm, The better mm -hmm, person mm -hmm. is the one who seeks forgiveness for the sake of God. Mm -hmm. The better person is the one who tries to repair relationships Mm -hmm. instead of Mm -hmm. putting their own ego first. Yeah, exactly. And so that is what we need to constantly remind ourselves and to set aside our, um, you know, our crutches uh, that I think, you know, whether they're cultural or otherwise. Exactly. And I think also a part of that is, you know, the assumption that forgiveness, you know, um, is always words. Sometimes it's actions and a shift of behavior. And I think the um, perhaps like like that was the struggle I had with my mom was like, you know, in the Western upbringing that I had was these are my expectations. But then with her, like, you know, like more of a cultured, like Afghan Punjabi background, it was like, no, like I'm going to be better. I'm going to be kinder. I'm going to make you food. So, um, yeah, love languages is, is something that often gets missed. And so, you know, when we're speaking of love, like mm-hmm. forgiveness and love and trust, there's so many layers there. Mm-hmm. So then how would you say um, perhaps a partner, maybe uh, or maybe somebody who was treated bad by a partner and is now looking to forgive that partner, but also maybe maybe that means stay with the partner, maybe it means step away. So how have you kind of seen that show up in our own mind? Right. Um, well, I think everybody in a in a you know, difficult marital situation or a relationship needs to really evaluate, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the end game, you know, if, if they see this relationship thriving at some point or growing Mm -hmm. with this person, then you have to be willing to do the investment and to Mm -hmm. work towards find, you know, reconciling your differences and seeking forgiveness for whatever needs to be sought. If you can see that far ahead and say, I do see this as Mm -hmm. someone who, I want to spend the rest of my life with. Yeah, definitely. But if you're in a toxic situation Mm -hmm. where it's just, you don't even, you can't even see beyond tomorrow, you know, uh, then I would say you need to step away and and really work on healing. And in terms of whatever was done in the relationship, those can be Mm -hmm. conversations that come later, you know, but I really do think it's it's hard to ask people to, to be um to give too much of themselves for someone else when they themselves are hurt yes so really we Mm -hmm. need to do things in the right timing you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. if there's been major betrayals you know uh abuse anything really really uh toxic in Mm -hmm. a a relationship Mm -hmm. the priority is not to worry about forgiving the other person exactly the priority is healing yes and really being Mm -hmm. able to Mm -hmm. see the greater wisdom behind why Mm -hmm. Their, that relationship even existed yeah you know why why did it even have to happen the way it happened because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. some people have a hard time reconciling yeah. that like why did I have to go through this definitely but you know with everything every challenge every tribulation that God mm-hmm. puts us through in this mm-hmm. earth whatever that is yeah nothing is in vain yes and that's why trusting yeah. that you know, mm-hmm. if we do go through certain things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. there is a wisdom, yeah, and that it's not in vain is yep. part of our journey, right? Mm-hmm. To be able to heal. Otherwise, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. if it doesn't make sense and you're just going to be bitter yeah. and upset, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then the healing process is halted. But actually yeah. accepting that, you know what? And I, you know, speaking personally, I've been through difficult relationships Mm -hmm. and I've had to do exactly this which Mm -hmm. is step away and say what was the greater wisdom Mm -hmm. and 
and in, as they say, hindsight, things mm-hmm, are very clear. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. why that time is so important. Yes. Because you can actually process. And yeah. when you do that, you're like, oh, wow, now it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm, so then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the actual, you know, details become insignificant when you yeah. see the bigger picture. Yeah, definitely. I think the bigger picture and all of that and like, um, you know, is so, so, so powerful because it's so easy to fall in a place of regret. Mm-hmm. And like, I wish I didn't have that connection right. because that wouldn't have happened to me. And so regret like how do you like when you think of that word like what comes up for you too the first thing that I think of is the hadith shaitan, right mm-hmm. what if is from shaitan mm-hmm. because you're mm-hmm. rejecting mm-hmm. the decree of God mm-hmm. if yeah. we go through certain things in life that's what I was just saying right that mm-hmm. it you mm-hmm. have to believe that it's for a wisdom beyond maybe what you can see and give yourself time to think about that Mm -hmm. you know for Mm -hmm. example again Mm -hmm. in my situation Mm -hmm. i went through you know a, a years of being in a really difficult relationship Mm -hmm, but coming mm -hmm. out of that I realized I had so much growth Mm -hmm. as an individual Mm -hmm. spiritually Wow! the uh, nearness that I gained to God during that time reminded me of for example you know like the wife of Pharaoh I see it right yeah I mean here she's married to like a a great you know the greatest dictator or or tyrant (laughs) or whatever you want to know brutal murderer mass murder Mm -hmm. uh, you know Mm -hmm. uh, at her of her time yeah yet she maintained in that relationship mm-hmm. or she stayed in that relationship because she was also a servant of God and mm. she she saw the bigger picture right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she became now she's you know iconic I mean she's considered one of the four perfect women yeah, um, yeah. but her patience and resilience mm-hmm. despite her toxic relationship mm. are you know really speak volumes mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. even when we're in the midst or in, you know experiencing yeah. really difficult things mm-hmm. look at the bigger picture if yeah. it's bringing you close to god mm-hmm. that is the wisdom behind yes. it yes right? yeah that's beautiful if it's bringing you closer to god that's the wisdom right. behind it it's so 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 powerful and i think there's just so much like frustration in terms of like why is this happening to me and mm-hmm. why is it not happening to somebody else and right. especially when it happens so often and I think like um, in terms of loss, you know, so Mm -hmm. in terms of like, you know, also, um, you know, some people say that they're angry with 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 God if, you know, something bad happens to them or something so tragic. Like, so how have you kind of seen that just in general, that anger? (laughs) I've I've done grief counseling with people who've lost, you know, young children, Mm. um, spouses, siblings, it's very difficult for people Mm -hmm. to really experience loss. Um, And and it is a tribulation. We we, we cannot discount it. And I'm definitely Mm -hmm. of the opinion that people should be allowed to mourn their loss. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you know, he had a year of sorrow, he called it. You know, when he lost his uncle, he lost his wife. Mm -hmm. He Mm -hmm. buried, you know, five of his children. um, And and five out of six of his children. So we Mm -hmm. have to be... more compassionate with people and realize that uh, loss is real pain is real and even in the you know beginning stages they might make certain statements like i'm angry with yes, god but yeah. that's you know it's just they're, they're having a hard time you know mm-hmm. dealing with what what happened to them mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. i think again you know there's uh this is this is the, the, the dunya is a place of tribulation. Yes. We're going to be tested. It's not Jannah. Mm-hmm. But we also know that it's not the end here. Mm-hmm. You know, that this is a, the soul travels mm-hmm. and we are travelers in this world. Yeah. And we're, we're moving and there's mm-hmm. another life after this. Mm-hmm. So that's where those who really um, are struggling with loss of that 
level of, of a loved one mm-hmm. have to constantly remember that we're all on the same trajectory yeah. in terms of you know moving beyond this place yeah. and to just keep your sight on the next world mm-hmm. and I always like to tell people just to kind of give them something in this world to help them mm-hmm. 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 is to remember that we do have access to uh, our loved ones mm-hmm. in a spiritual way mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. dreams yeah. and to really ask mm-hmm. Allah to just allow you to, to see your loved ones in your dreams. My mom, for example, mm-hmm. when we lost our father mm-hmm. about five years ago almost, um, she suffered a lot. Of, we all did, of course, but I always thought it was so incredible mm-hmm. how every day for that first year especially, and even now yeah. we're getting around the time of his anniversary, mm-hmm. She mm-hmm, just starts mm-hmm. seeing my father in her dreams almost every night. Wow. But for the first year, it was like an every night thing. Wow. But it helped her so much yeah, because yeah. she felt like I don't have the connection is yeah, severed. Exactly. So I feel like, you know, God is merciful. Uh-oh. And for some people, he will, mm-hmm. you know, give those. But we also have to ask. Yeah. And then there's also a wonderful talk that Sheikh Hamza Yusuf did mm-hmm. called the uh, 17 Benefits of Tribulation. Mm-hmm. But I advise people to also watch. It's yeah. on YouTube. Okay. Or listen to but it goes into how some of these things can actually be a benefit for you Mm. if you can find Mm. the silver lining yeah you know like look for it yeah that's so 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 beautiful and how you you're saying that for me like i felt like i never so you know that's thank you for sharing especially a lot of people out there that may you know be confused with loss especially losing loss as an adult and everything so Mm. thank you so much for sharing that so when i was younger like i i had that anger that i was eight years old like everybody else's family was perfect we were the only ones that you know i was the only one who had gone to a funeral like nobody really understood it is how i felt and i was always othered Mm -hmm. and so for me i never really felt my dad's presence until I was actually at um, I was uh, doing the uh, a hutbah at the women's mosque and I was there and I was sharing about the moment when I was there when he had passed away yeah. and I was overwhelmed with tears and I finally like, just like I had a feeling inside where I was just like I felt so close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so close to the energy of like my father in this dunya whatever that looks like and I was like it took so many years for me to get to that point and it was just so beautiful and oh, and all amazing. of that yeah and well, so, I, as you were speaking I yeah. was reminded of how you know, you might not, or you may have not realized, or maybe you do realize yeah, it, but yeah. you're very connected to the Prophet Sallallahu in that experience, right? Mm. And that's why he's the universal prophet. Is yes. that he didn't know his father ever. Mm. You had, you know, eight years with him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he barely knew his mother, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. when we think of, you know, our own losses, even something as devastating as a child losing yeah. a parent, yeah, that definitely. that's one of the um, consolations is mm. that you actually mm-hmm. are are much more connected to him mm. uh, as an orphaned yeah, child you yeah. know and that's why he loved the orphan so much mm. so anything that co- strengthens our connection and bond mm. to him mm-hmm. should be seen as a blessing mm. in disguise exactly. and even if as tragic as it is mm-hmm. again remembering that um, our connections physically may be severed in this world, but they're yeah. certainly not over. Yeah. Oh, there's more so to the story. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And I think Thank that's you. the biggest part is it's like there's more to the story. There's and more to the story. You can 
continuing forward and you never know what can what's out there Mm -hmm. and somebody had shared that our our timeline for us like is so different than the timeline that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has for us absolutely and that was something that like hearing that and and experiencing that was just it provided so much ease frustration of course naturally of the not knowing but also the ease behind that so I think uh, I think a lot of people are going to get a lot of healing from this and you know just in terms of like relationships and connections but also um, you know choosing you so how would you like describe people who may feel guilty or may feel like they need to um, they're constantly apologizing to people perhaps or like standing in their own voice and just kind of like asking for what they want like how would you kind of speak to that right well I think this is you know where again, um, really seeing the great gift of existence the great mm-hmm. gift the blessings that we've been giving yeah and the fact that God is always honoring us mm-hmm. you know there's mm-hmm. you know uh, there's a story or um, this transaction that happens between the angels and Adam prophet Adam yeah. and Surah Baqarah when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells the angels that he's created Adam mm. and then he, they challenge him because they they, they, they're aware of, of, you know, the fact that he, well, there, there was a whole backstory to it, yeah. but, but they kind of question that you, why would you create, you know, someone who's going to cause bloodshed yeah. and all of these problems yeah, on earth? Yeah. And his response is so beautiful. He says, I know that which you do not know. Mm-hmm. And I always remember that verse as a vote of confidence mm-hmm. that God has in us. Yeah. That our potential is so great. Yeah. yeah and yeah. that we have to see ourselves through that lens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to, mm-hmm. you know, have that dignity and that, mm-hmm. you know, respect, self-respect for ourselves mm-hmm. where we do prioritize our own needs where yes. we do vocalize what we yeah. want and obviously mm-hmm. always in uh in the right spirit mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. in the spirit of of being fair mm-hmm. of justice yeah. of wanting good for people exactly, exactly. not uh, entitlement not mm-hmm. arrogance mm-hmm. you know those are not mm-hmm. p- attributes that a muslim should have yes, yes but if you're yes. just you know if you're in a position of mm-hmm. Where, where you you want to say something to remember God has elevated you yeah. by virtue of being yeah. a, a human being mm-hmm. uh, and, and of course a Muslim mm-hmm. in the ummah of the best of all creation. Yeah. So have a good opinion of yourself, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. That's wonderful. So we'll go ahead and I guess kind of give a close and perhaps um, – say a dua for somebody out there who may be struggling to um to forgive somebody and maybe even those out there that may be struggling to even accept forgiveness so if you could just say a few words inshallah inshallah may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase all of us in forgiveness humility so that we become uh, so that he forgives us we're all sinners we all make mistakes but we have to remember that his forgiveness is greater than whatever we've done and that he loves those who show humility so whether we need forgiveness uh for uh for from him for what we've done or we should be you know or or someone asks us for forgiveness that we remember Mm -hmm. to have that balanced uh, that balanced view and to uh, to be people who spread forgiveness Mm -hmm. and to receive forgiveness and uh and are open to forgiveness inshallah i mean Alhamdulillah.